Hey, welcome back to the Prospect League Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Let's get into this week's news. City Council is approving a number of capital improvements for the Johnstown Millrats home field, Sargent Stadium at the point. This season, a new shade screen will be installed over the box seats after conclusion of the season and installation of the brand new turf field will begin. The Springfield Sliders have had their Field of Dreams game Saturday, highlighting local and collegiate players. Chillicothe is working on the field, getting it ready, including hanging new banners around the stadium. Also, I'd like to note the Horsing Around podcast has a new episode every Monday, and it's hosted by play-by-play man Jacob Wise. The Pistol Shrimp home opener is May 28th versus Lafayette. It's co-hosted by Rips Tavern and Louis LaCasey, Country Financial. The entire 2021 theme night schedule is live and includes over 17 different theme games. Also, the Shrimply Good podcast releases Monday. The Pistol Shrimp have also launched an innovative new concept, their own ballpark currency called Claw Chips. Now, what this is, is that it is basically currency that can be used around the town as well as in the stadium, and it comes in 1, 5s, and 25 denominations. The Claw Chips are sponsored by a local credit union, Streeter Ondenai's Credit Union, also called Soku. Their logo appears on the 5 and $25 chips. The chips are custom engraved and have a UV coating for preventing fraud that reveals the team logo under a blacklight. Super fancy stuff here. I, I don't think you'll see this at any other ballpark, period, around the nation, including the major league level. Fans can buy claw chips at the sponsor's branch locations. There's five of those. They can use those at the ballpark to purchase concessions, drinks, and other items. The chips are also accepted by local businesses for payment. This increases the team's branding and showing in the community with the direct economic impact for the team. Huge things. I've never even heard of anything like this with a ball team. Uh, it's really, really cool. I like this concept. The Burlington Bees are excited to welcome Nashville recording artist Callie Wilson to sing the national anthem at the home opener on May 30th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, there's also fireworks after the game. I'd like to note that she's a Southeast Iowa native and season 17 contestant of the NBC's The Voice. She made it to the top 13 on Team Blake. She's also doing a meet and greet as well at the game. Danville celebrates the 75th anniversary on July 24th, and their stadium is being renovated to make it ready for the season opener. O'Fallon Hoots announced their coaches for this year. Head coach Matt Brown, assistant coach Scott Brown, and assistant coach Jared Brazenden. Cape Catfish welcome the return of Player of the Year Andrew Stone, as well as all-star Ellison Hanna. We'd like to note that Curtis Washington Jr., who played from 2019, was chosen to play in the MLB Draft League. He's playing for the WVC team in its inaugural season. So huge props to Mr. Washington Jr. There, that's a huge uh, that's a huge honor to be picked in that MLB draft league. That's a that's a new concept that the the MLB did this year. So definitely check that out. There's a lot of guys who are playing in that league that are they're big prospects, and you could definitely see major things from them within the next couple of years. The Rex have signed pitchers Cole Gilly and Joey Hearth and catcher Kyle Harbison. They're all out of Indiana State University. Hearth has a 4.38 ERA. Harbison has a career 286 batting average. I'd like to note that Guiley and Hearth are both freshmen, and Harbison is a redshirt freshman. And we'll be right back with our interview with uh, Coach Mark Hogan of the Cape Catfish. I know this wasn't said in the interview. However, I'd like to note that Coach Mark Hogan has been in baseball for over 30 years, and he is the winningest coach in Southeast Missouri State University baseball history. He is also a SEMA Athletics Hall of Famer. Under Hogan's lead, the SEMO team went to the postseason 18 straight times. With great coaching behind him, including the Prospect League Manager of the Year and former Major Leaguer Steve Larkin, the Cape Catfish are definitely a team to be watching for this year. They fell in the 2019 season versus Chillicothe. However, the Cape has two of their returning players who were a key factor of that team. So we'll be right back with the interview with Coach Hogan.
Welcome back to the Prospect League Podcast. Today we're interviewing Coach Mark Hogan, the GM of the Catfish here in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. He brings a decade of top-tier baseball experience to the table for the Catfish. Thank you for coming on to the show today. We appreciate it. Thanks, Ryan. It's really a pleasure, and um, I appreciate what you're doing uh, to help get the word out to our fans and, and just in general, you know, Prospect League Baseball. It's really great summer fun. I think it's definitely something that uh, a lot of people can't appreciate it if they find it. And that's what we're hoping to do here is bring Prospect League Baseball pretty much to the mainstream for the area and everybody's area that has a team there, you know. Um, we'll go over this. Uh, can you briefly go over your baseball background for those who might not know about it? Sure. I'm, I've been involved in baseball my whole life. Um, I've, you know, played ball uh, probably since four or five years old and uh, ended up going to southeast Missouri State. I played on a World Series team my junior year. We won the conference a few years Back in the MIAA days, it was really exciting. Um, a lot of great memories from there. And, um, you know, I, I played American Legion ball. I played for the Cape Kappa Halls locally here in, in Cape Girardeau. And uh, probably a typical collegiate career type scenario. But um, the last year at school, the fifth year at SEMO, while I was working on my degree, um, I offered uh, to be a volunteer assistant in the baseball program. And Coach Ules, the legendary coach from SEMO, allowed me to help. And um, that year, in sort of a quirky way, I ended up getting to coach third base um, in competition. And, man, I just fell in love with it. And um, I got over being a player and got more into the mental side of it, how to put things together. And then I got a big break real quickly. I got a chance to go to Mississippi State University uh, in the SEC. And uh, I went down there and got my master's degree, which put me in a position for collegiate coaching. Um, and also just the experience there was marvelous. We were uh, ended up fifth in the country. We went to the College World Series. We won the SEC and so, you know, there was a lot of success early as a player and, and then the coaching part of it, um, you know, uh, at Mississippi state. And, and then I went down to Crestview, Florida in high school for a couple of years. I was, um, uh, at a high school in the panhandle in Florida and it was a great experience, but I knew from my days with Mississippi state and, um, Southeast Missouri state coaching that, the college realm was probably my best suit and seemed like a fit for me. I love the recruiting side of it. I love the evaluation side of it. So long story short, that's where I, that's how I found my way. And, and it all started with a volunteer spot and no pay. And, but I had a great time and a great experience and it kind of got me kind of guided me, you know, out into uh, the baseball world, so to speak. So how did you get involved with the Prospect League after going uh, from SEMO for, what was it, 20 years? Yeah, I had 18 years with SEMO from 1994 to 2012. So in 2012, I retired. Um, I had had so many years on the field, and I just was ready to, to take a break from that. And for several years after 2012, I just enjoyed my family and and being a you know being a regular guy played a little more golf fished a little more all those things and uh and then in 2017 late 17 
um, I was approached by a, a really good friend of mine who's now the president of the Cape Catfish, Jim Limbaugh. And uh, Limbaugh and I had grown up together. We lived together in college for three years and in, in, at a house here in Cape. Lots of great memories and just just childhood friends. And he said, "I've got a, a you know a situation that's probably going to happen in Cape that I'd like to talk to you about." And I'm like, "Sure, I'll listen." So the pitch was that the uh, prospect league had been into town, sort of uh, behind the scenes and uh, between the university and the city. Uh, the the uh, mayor and and city manager and those folks, there was interest from both parties. Prospect League getting a new franchise and and then the city of Cape hosting. And uh, initially, they uh, Limbaugh asked me if I would be interested in being part of the program uh, as the coach on the field. And I pretty quickly said no. I mean. You know, I'm happy not being on the field. I did that for so long. But I said, you know, I I do know a little bit about summer baseball because I'd worked as a pitching coach out in the Jayhawk League in Kansas back in the 80s, uh, three different years. And it was a great experience. I really loved it. So I kind of understood host families, understood the sponsoring part of it, understood the players, collegiate players playing summer ball. I understood playing games almost every day versus practicing two or three days and then playing a game like you do in college ball. So in my view, for this to be a successful franchise, we had to, you know, we, we, one of the most important things was getting the leadership right because it's, it's a full-time job, even though it's a two month time that people really see the product on the field. So, you know, I mean, uh, after that, they said, yeah, I said, you know, you need a general manager. I'd be willing to take a chance at that, you know, take a look at it. And um, so really today I just get I, – I actually get to do the things I really enjoy, and then I get to enjoy the game watching it. You know, we've got, we've got a great coaching staff, and we've had really good players in 2019. I think we're going to be close to that this year. So, you know, we're, we're moving right ahead with it, but – Something that's really enjoyable. It's been a blessing for me to get this opportunity. Are there any similarities between what you do now with uh, the Cape Catfish and your time as CMOS head baseball coach? Is there any like similarities or any differences between those two positions? Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's similar, um, you know, uh, from the standpoint of the recruiting process, uh, the accumulation of players, um, you know, coaches and helping mentor them and and just uh, just kind of being there serving every everybody that that's involved in our organization uh the difference in the prospect league general manager position and maybe being a manager of a baseball team in in the college realm is that uh you know there there are so many uh helpful resources in a university setting um you know we had marketing people um our game day operations, things like the uh, the person that does the announcing, the radio announcers, and all those things, the scorekeepers, that's all taken care of in the university uh, in pockets that, you know, the athletic director's office and the administrative offices helped us with. I didn't do any of that, but I was a recipient of all that help. Well, in the prospect league, when you need an announcer, you go find him. When you need a you know, a scoreboard keeper, if you need a point streak uh, 
a guy that knows how to keep score properly and then put it in, put that data in and get it to our prospect league headquarters. So we keep our stats up, you know, those things fall in the category that I'm in now. A lot of that's new stuff. So that's been a learning curve for me, but we've got a great team inside here with Cindy Gannon and, uh, you know, Jim's there to help all the time. Um, and then a lot of guys in the league prospect league we share and, I've I've had so much help from different people within the league. It's really been cool. In 2019, Cape made it to the championship uh, round there. What does Cape uh, bring to the plate this season? I know that there were several of the players that did uh, turn over. Some, a couple of them are coming back in uh, Andrew Stone. Uh, could you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, 2019 was just great. I mean, we went in uh, not really knowing what we were getting into, Um the ball club was really superb. All the players, they got along really well. The, uh, you know, the camaraderie and teamwork, uh, was there. It was evident real early things that as a coach and in my experience, you know, things that I would look for early in a team, I was really pleasantly surprised because, you know, when you have the melting pot, you bring in 30, 32 guys from all over the country and, you know, you, you're either going to have a close group or sometimes, you know, just personalities don't jive. But in 2019, it really worked well. And I also give great credit to Stephen Larkin, our manager, Dave Lawson, assistant coach, and uh, Josh Meyer. Those three guys really, really put a good, um, solid message out to the guys. Our players knew what was going on. They knew what the expectations were. And I thought our coaching staff on the field did a marvelous job. Um, you know, this year we're, we're back. We have our coaching staff back. Everybody's uh, intact. We're thrilled about that. So I know that our players from day one will get um, the right information and, and our guys, our coaching staff will set the right pace for the players on the field. We're really, it, we're really fortunate to have some players. You mentioned Andrew Stone. He was player of the year. Mm-hmm. He got the top award in the league in 2019. He's coming back. We're thrilled. Ellison Anna, Indiana State, um, a really solid hitting outfielder's returning. He was an all-star for us in 2019 in the Prospect League. Ryan Vogt, a right-handed pitcher from SEMO, is coming back. He was an all-star recipient in 2019. Then Jackson Campbell, uh, who also was on the all-star team from Belmont University, is going to join us. So having those guys come back gives me a good feeling because the new players will have people that they can go to and find out, you know, just really simple things. Where, where do I go if I need this? Well, you know, what do I do in Cape? What do I not do in Cape? And I, I'm really glad to have those veterans come back and then our coaching staff. So a lot of new faces um, in 2021 and uh, we look good on paper. We'll see how that, how that shows up on the field. And those of you that don't know, uh, Mr. Steve Larkin is a former major league ball player and also the brother of Barry Larkin hall of famer. Uh, also they have a brother who played college basketball that was also very talented. So Mr. Larkin brings quite a bit of, uh, of experience there to the plate for Cape. Um, uh, and I think we just went over that a couple of the players to watch for this year. Is there anybody else that's new to the team this year that, uh, has some really high, uh, say like they're a high prospect or anything? Well, I, I would say I'll, I'll kind of hold a comment on any any individual in particular because my view of what we're doing, um, at least from our perspective, 
when I, the coaches that I talked to, the head coaches and the uh, placement coaches, the guys on on the staff at a at a certain university, that the head coach gives the responsibility to assign players to summer ball. You know, my question to them is: we we're looking for quality guys, starting with them off the field. We want good kids. We're not we're not going to high maintenance, you know, situations off the field. So we want serious minded guys that you know are up and comers for you and you want them to get more experience, more at bats, more innings pitched, uh, you know, and it's, it's a pretty easy concept. And, um, you know, I, I rely on my coaching friends and one of, one of the things that's an advantage for, you know, a person like me, or maybe our situation is, is the fact that I know a lot of guys around the country that I worked with and against that I can call we're friends and uh, once they figured out I was back in and what we were doing, and then, you know, that was that was a good start for us in 2019. The success in 2019 has allowed us to, to even grow with that. So, you know, we don't get everybody. We're not pretending that we do. We're just looking for some good hard-nosed ball players that want to come to Cape and represent our area and, and learn to play the game uh better from their standpoint, get more repetition, and then represent Cape in a great way. We want to thank you today for coming on to the show. Um, and uh, if you're in the Cape Girardeau area, go ahead and check out one of those catfish games. You know, it's it's a lot to look forward to, especially with the turnover from last uh, season. Andrew Stone hit, what, 400? Uh, very talented right player. 397, yeah. Yeah, very talented player. So they're definitely a team to watch for and not a team to sleep on. We want to thank you again, Mr. Hogan. Yeah, no, it's great to see you, and thanks for uh, reaching out, and uh, look forward to next week. We tee it up on the 27th up in Alton, Illinois, so thanks for your time. You're definitely welcome, and we'll be right back to wrap this up. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for sticking around. We're going to wrap this up. I want to apologize for my voice. I have a head cold, and so I'm trying to do a podcast here with a head cold, and it's kind of difficult not trying to sound like I've got one. So if you hear any differences in my voice, it's probably why. The interview is recorded on Tuesday, so that's not affected there. I'd like to remind everybody that opening day is this week. So go out and support your local team. And this next week, we'll have lots of news, scores, recaps, as well as possibly a player of the week. Uh, any news from the Prospect League, you can find that on prospectleague.com. Click around on the website. It's very extensive, uh, as well as each one of these teams has their own websites with tons of information. If you'd like to write in and ask a question, or if you have a comment, please feel free to leave me a note at ryan at prospectleague.com. Remember, you can listen to us on every streaming platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Amazon Music, and many more. Leaving us a review and rating helps us let us know that you're enjoying the show. Until next week, this has been Ryan signing off. We'll see you at the ballpark.